Hey ladies, the Beautiful Movement now has their summer box available for pre-sale. This means that you have the chance to sign up before these boxes sell out again. If you have not had the opportunity to get one of these boxes, grab your box today. These boxes are becoming so popular, they're actually selling out. The theme in this box is Walking with Jesus, a box that will help you grow deeper with God this summer. It's the perfect summer starter kit that you don't want to miss. Head on over to www.jointhebeautifulmovement.com to sign up today. Be sure to use the discount code UNCOMMONTEEN, all one word, for 15% off your first box. You can also follow The Beautiful Movement on Instagram at the underscore beautiful underscore movement. Ladies, you don't want to miss this. Welcome to the Uncommon Teen Podcast, the podcast for Christian teen girls. It is my heart to help you all overcome the real life challenges that you are facing, but in a way that stays true to who God created you to be. I'm your host and life coach, Jamie Kirshner, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. All right, so this week we are doing another Ask Me Anything episode because over the last two months, I have had so many questions on what it looks like to have a pure Christian relationship, and is it okay for you to date right now? And so I want to answer some of these questions. All right, so let's start with the question, how do you know when it's time to start dating? Well, I can give you my advice, but in the end, it's really a decision between you, your parents, and God. However, I truly believe that there are times that are better than others. And I truly believe that there are things that we can do to keep ourselves out of trouble when the time is right. So if you were to ask me, when should you start dating? My answer for you would be when you're ready to get married. So many teens today, so many preteens today, so many kids today are already dating. And I really feel like this culture, this society's version of dating is really setting us up for divorce later on in life. You know, think about it. You think a guy is cute. He thinks you're cute. You start hanging out. You begin to date. Then when he's no fun anymore, it's like, it's time to move on. Go on to the next guy. It's not about commitment. It's not about what's best for the other person. It's not about even what's best for you. And so that leads you to a place where you're going to feel broken and you're going to be hurting. And honestly, it can lead to trust issues because it's not about if you're going to marry them one day or not. It's about who makes me excited right now. And so we are basing our dating relationship off of our feelings, which can lead us to a whole lot of problems. And being in youth ministry for over 20 years, I've heard it all. I've heard teens say that they're practicing now for marriage one day, that they got to start dating now. Otherwise, when it's time, they're not going to know how to date. I mean, come on, ladies. (laughs) That is an excuse if I have ever heard one. Because when the time is right, you don't need to learn how to date until it's time for you to start learning how to date God will show you who it is that you're supposed to be with. He will show you how to do it. He is so good. So don't discount that. I know that the pressure is hard. I know that most of you, if you go to a public school or even those of you who are homeschooled that maybe go to a youth ministry, it's so full of teens who are dating and it's like, it seems so much fun and it seems like it's exciting. And so that pressure to start dating is big. We want to date because we want to know what it's like. However, I so highly encourage you, wait for God's timing. Wait until it's closer to the time of you wanting to get married, where you know that you're ready to get married. 
because it will save you so much heartache. The reason I say this is because every person that you date, from the very first person that you date to the very last person that you date, you are giving a piece of your heart away to each one of these guys. And then when it's time to give your heart away to the guy that God has for you, if you have not healed completely, your heart's going to be broken. It's going to be bruised. And that's what you're going to take into that relationship. And it can cause some very big challenges. And I don't want that for you. And so I really encourage you, start dating when the time is right. Don't just give your heart away to any guy who thinks that you're cute. And if you are saying, well, it's gotten too late for that. I've had so many boyfriends. Well, ladies, even for you, it's okay. You can start again. You can start fresh right now, just making the decision. I'm going to wait until God has that perfect person for me. And then from this point on, start growing in your walk with God. Look to him. Seek him in all that you do. Ask God to help heal your heart where it may not be whole. Thank him for his goodness and how much he loves you. And start again today. One thing I love about God, even if a relationship that you had went to a very impure place, maybe you guys did things that you knew that you shouldn't be doing. Even if that is you, God wants to forgive you. He wants to cleanse you and he wants to make you brand new. You can become pure again by making that decision. Lord, I'm seeking you in all that I do. No more of this. God, I want you. God, make me pure again. And he will. He is so good. So even if that is you and you're like, yeah, I messed up big time. You can start again fresh today. God is so good. Song of Solomon 8.4 tells us, and this is from the message version of the Bible, because I love how it says it. It says, oh, let me warn you, sisters, don't excite love. Don't stir it up until the time is ripe and you're ready. I love this. Solomon, who was the wisest man on earth at that time, and the second wisest man to ever walk the face of this planet next to Jesus, he tells us not to awaken love before the time is right, because it'll hurt us. Now, this isn't to say that when you're ready to get married and you begin to date somebody and you discover, hey, this really isn't the person that I need to be with. This really isn't the person that God wants me to marry. You can walk away, okay? (laughs) That's not what this is saying. But at that point in your life, You're dating to find out, hey, is this person the person God wants me to marry? And so you're looking at it from a different perspective, not from, hey, this person excites me. You're looking at it from the standpoint of, hey, I'm going to marry this person one day, or this person really isn't the one that God wants me to marry. So how do you know when the time is right? (laughs) Let's answer this question. So the first thing is make sure that your walk with God is so strong and that you are seeking him Every day, you're getting into the Bible daily. You're spending time in prayer and praise with him every single day. Your walk with God is really strong. This is very important because it's way easier to have a strong walk with God when you're single than it is to develop a new habit when you're married. Number two, you understand your true identity in Christ. Who it is that God says that you are. This is key because I cannot tell you how many times I have seen teens dating each other. They don't really understand their true identity in Christ. Both of them are Christians, but they're not quite strong in who it is that God says that they are. And then they begin to get their identity from each other. This can lead to a very dangerous place because if those two teens break up, now they've lost their identity. They don't know who they are. 
And many, many, many times, more often than not, I would say when I watch teens go through this, the teens end up walking away from God completely. There are a couple of people that I know who were in our youth ministry years ago, and I watch them today and they're struggling in life because it was that same exact thing. These teens were Christians. They were dating other Christians. They broke up. They lost their identity, and today they're not walking with God, and that just breaks my heart. Number three, he has a strong relationship with God. This is huge. Very, very, very important. 2 Corinthians 6.14 in the New Living Translation of the Bible says, Don't team up with those who are unbelievers. How can righteousness be a partner with wickedness? How can light live with darkness? Amos 3.3 says, can two people walk together without agreeing on their direction? No, if you're not agreeing on the same direction that you're walking, then you're not going to be walking together. Now with this, God is not trying to limit who you date. He's trying to protect you from getting hurt. These guys who are not Christians, they don't carry the same morals you do. They don't carry the same boundaries you do. If they're not Christians, They are not in the same place as you are. And while I'm at it, ladies, there is no such thing as missionary dating or evangelating. (laughs) And for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, it's where somebody who is a Christian starts dating somebody who's not a Christian in order to win them to Jesus. Ladies, when you do this, you're putting yourself in a losing position. Just as I said, they don't have the same morals as you. They don't have the same boundaries as you. They don't believe the same way that you do. 1 Corinthians 7.16 actually says, How do you know, wife, whether you will save your husband? Or how do you know, husband, you will save your wife? You don't know that they will ever get saved. And of course, this is talking about marriage. But if we're talking about dating leading to marriage, you don't need to be dating people who are not Christians because they will bring you down further. I heard this analogy years ago, and it really stuck in my mind. Let's say you are standing on top of a chair and standing on top of that chair represents your relationship with God. And then here comes another guy next to you. Now he's standing on the floor and this represents his lack of relationship with God. He doesn't believe in God. He just thinks you're cute. (laughs) Is it easier for you to pull him up there on top of that chair with you? Or is it easier for him to pull you down onto that floor? It's easier for him to pull you down on that floor. And that is the same thing that's true with your walk with God. When you're dating somebody who's not a Christian, it is a whole lot easier for them to wear down on your morals, for them to wear down on your boundaries, and for them to pull you away from Jesus. Ladies, it's not worth it. I got myself into trouble with this one when I was in college. This was after I got saved, so I was a Christian. And I honestly was not setting out to date somebody who wasn't a Christian. Actually, I wasn't even setting out to date anybody. (laughs) But I met this guy and we began to hang out. We were starting to become friends. And so I asked him if he was a Christian. Well, my problem was, is that's all I asked him. Are you a Christian? And of course he said yes, because we live in the Bible Belt and there are more Christians than there are people. And so he said, yes, he's a Christian. And that's all I asked him. I never asked him about his relationship with Jesus, what his Bible time looked like, what he was spending his time reading in the Bible. I didn't ask him anything like that. I just asked, are you a Christian? And he said, yes. And I believed him. And then after we developed our friendship, I realized this guy was not a Christian. And actually come to find out, 
he knew about Jesus, but he didn't believe in Jesus. And he really didn't even want to have a relationship with Jesus. He just wanted me. So I actually wasn't even going to do a podcast episode on this topic this week. But I had a dream the other night, and I really felt like God was wanting me to share this with you, what he put on my mind in this dream. And in this dream, there were two teen girls, and one had a brother. And in this dream, all three of these teens loved God. And one of the teens, the one that didn't have the brother, (laughs) we'll call her Elizabeth to make that easier, and we'll call him John. I don't remember their names. I just remember what happened in this dream. And anyways, Elizabeth liked John, and John liked Elizabeth. And so one day, John came up to Elizabeth and was like, hey, I really kind of like you. I love that you have a relationship with Jesus. Would you ever consider dating? And Elizabeth had already put it on her mind that she wasn't going to date until she was ready to get married. And so that's what she told him. She said, hey, you know, actually, I don't date right now. If I find that there is a guy that I like, I want to just become friends with him. I want to get to know him as a friend first. And then when it's closer to the time where I'm ready to get married, then we'll start dating. And he looked at her and said, you know, I respect that. I think that's pretty awesome. Do you mind if we hang out and become friends? And she was all for it. (laughs) So when it's time, what does a pure Christian relationship look like? It needs to start with a friendship. Get to know each other as friends. If you know it's not time for you to start dating, but you find a guy that you like and that he likes you, let him know that you would like to take time to get to know him as a friend. Don't be afraid to talk to him about your plan, about how you want to wait until it's closer to time for you to get married before you start dating. But you'd like to hang out with him and get to know him as a friend. If he doesn't like it or he makes fun of you for it, he's not the right guy. If he's got the right intentions, though, he will listen and he will respect your decision. And if it's really from God, he will wait. Ladies, a lot of guys don't have the best intentions in mind. I was talking to a teen girl recently who went through a breakup. They were dating for several months, and it seemed as if they had a great relationship. He was a Christian. She was a Christian. However, he wanted more, and he thought that she would give it to him. She wanted to wait. He ended up breaking up with her, had a new girlfriend the next day, and his relationship with his new girlfriend is not pure. Ladies, a lot of guys don't have the right intentions. That's why I highly encourage you. Don't be afraid to tell him your plan. You know what? I really like you, but I'm not going to actually start dating until I'm ready to get married. However, I'd like to become friends with you. I'd like to get to know you a little bit better and like to learn more about you. And then when you focus on friendship, it takes the pressure off. When you start dating somebody, there's so much pressure, so much pressure to be like everybody else, so much pressure to give into the things that the world wants you to give into. We live in a world, in a culture that is over-sexualized. But ladies, when you're focused on friendship, which is amazing, by the way, (laughs) when you're focused on friendship, that pressure is not there. And when you're focused on friendship, can you imagine if you began in your teen years to grow a friendship with the guy that you are going to date and then eventually marry later on in life? Can you imagine how strong your marriage is going to be because it's built on that friendship? I will tell you, my best friend is my husband. I love spending time with him. I would rather spend time with him than anybody else. (laughs) And that's the way it should be. So if you're focused on building that friendship during these teen years, when it is time for you to start dating, your dating relationship and your future marriage is going to be incredible. And then when the time is right, 
and you're feeling like you're ready to get married, one of the first things that you need to talk to your future boyfriend about is the boundaries that you are going to set for dating. I know it seems kind of crazy. You're like, well, we're just getting to know each other. And no, the boundaries are very important. What are you going to do? And what are you not going to do? You're not going to snuggle up on the couch next to each other under the same blanket, even if people are around. What does it look like to keep yourself from a losing position where you can easily give into the feelings that you have for each other? What does it look like to focus on continuing to build that friendship with one another? I highly encourage group dating when it's time to start dating. And the reason why is because one, you'll get to know who he really is and what his character really is when he's around other people. And speaking of this, watch how he treats people that are considered less than. And I don't mean that anybody is less than anybody else, but like a homeless person on the side of the road, how does he treat them? How does he treat somebody who can't give back to him? How does he treat a server at a restaurant? These are really important things to look at because how he treats them shows his true character. And so this is why I highly encourage group dating because you will really get to know his character when he's around a whole lot of people, when he's playing basketball and he doesn't realize that you're watching him and somebody smashes him in the face with a ball. What are the words that come out of his mouth? How does he respond? Does he respond in anger? That gives you a glimpse of who it is that he really is. A lot of times when we're dating somebody and it's emotional, we tend to look past those red flags. We tend to look past those things that are actually not good things and think, hey, it's okay. It's it's fine. That's not who he really is. But ladies, it's who he really is. And when you're ready to start dating, I want to highly encourage you. Make sure that the people that you love and care about, who love Jesus, like the person that you are interested in. And then another thing I want to encourage you to do when it's time to start dating is I want you to sit back and look at your relationship with him often. Evaluate it and ask yourself, is this still a good relationship? Is he leading me closer to Jesus or is he leading me away from Jesus? Am I going to church as much as I was before? Or have I really been drifting away from church? Am I still hanging out with all of my Christian friends? Or have I ditched them to hang out with only him? Ladies, these are all red flags. If you are looking at your relationship and you're like, yeah, he's really leading me away from God. I'm not going to church as much. I really don't hang out with my Christian friends anymore. Or they don't want to hang out with me anymore. He's bad news. And you don't need him in your life. It's time to get rid of him. Ladies, if you are currently in a relationship with somebody and you know that he's bad news, it is a lot better to break up now and to walk through that pain now than it is later. The longer that you are with him, the harder that it gets, the more that it hurts you, the more that it will tear you apart. And if you do get married, it's only going to get that much worse. The pain of breaking up now is a whole lot better than the pain of divorce later on. Ladies, I have your best interest in mind. My heart is not to make you struggle or make you wait or not let you have fun. That's not my heart behind sharing these things with you. My heart is for you because I don't want you hurting. I don't want you broken. 
God's heart is for you. He doesn't want you hurting or broken. He wants you walking in peace and in joy. Now, if you're listening to this and you're like, I have messed up big time. I don't even know if I really have a relationship with God anymore, but I want one. Ladies, if that's you, I want you to reach out to me. I want you to go to uncommonteen.com and click on that yellow chat button at the bottom right-hand side of the screen and let me know. I would love to answer any questions that you have. Ladies, if you are liking these Ask Me Anything episodes and you have questions you want me to answer, go to uncommonteen.com, click on the red button at the top of the screen that says Ask Me Anything and ask your questions there. I would love to answer your questions on these podcast episodes. All right, ladies, repeat after me and I want you to mean it with all your heart. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. Ladies, I hope that this episode helped you today. I hope that you know how incredibly loved by God that you really are. Repeat after me. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, I would love to personally invite you to join us this July 19th and 20th for Uncommon Teen Live 2024. Woohoo! Being a teen girl today is tough. Being a Christian teen girl today is even more challenging. But God has given you everything you need to not just survive this crazy world, but to soar. At this year's conference, we're going to be talking about how to become free from anything that is holding you back from being all that it is that God has created you to be. And for those of you who have not been to Uncommon Teen Live before, you get to be a part of our live Ask Me Anything session. Ladies, throughout the whole conference, I have a box set up where you can ask your questions. And then on Saturday, the second day of the conference, we set aside a special session just to answer as many questions as we possibly can. And ladies, I would love to invite you to be a part of our live podcast recording at the conference venue itself. Ladies, last year we tried this and I don't know what happened, but the recording disappeared. This year it's not happening. We are going to record live and in person at Uncommenting Live, and I would love for you all to be a part of this episode. So if you have not gotten your tickets yet, head on over to Uncommenting Live, grab your tickets today. And real quick, I just want to say thank you to those of you who prayed for us about our venue. After a couple of venues fell through for Uncommenting Live, I knew that God was going to do something big, and He really was. He was working behind the scenes even when we didn't see it. We found a venue that is amazing. The owners are amazing. They love the heart behind Uncommon Teen. I'm so excited because there's something even better that I want to share with you, but I can't share with you yet. Ah. (laughs) So stay tuned because I've got some really awesome news about this conference that you're going to love. So I just want to say again, thank you so much for your prayers. Know that they are heard, that God listens to you, and I am just excited. Continue to pray over this event. God is going to do something miraculous, and I am so excited to get to be a part of it. All right, ladies, have an amazing rest of your week, and we'll see you back here next time.